Welcome to Stock Watch with Paul and Ahmed. This is the episode 103, <laughs> recorded on January the 28th, 2021. GameStop has almost broke $500. You've heard that right, folks. $500. <laughs> you were cracking up so hard. I, <laughs> I didn't even realize you were going to open like that. <laughs> I couldn't. Oh, damn it. I almost finished, too. You were laughing too hard, and I just saw you in the corner of my eye. <laughs> I have tears in my eyes. Wait, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. Oh my god. Anyways. Uh, I wasn't even finished. I'm sorry. I didn't even hear what you were saying. My, my microphone lowered me so bad. It's like I'm on like 1%. The it's way, like, he's screaming. The way you like opened it, it was like a vibrato. You're like, it's... I was like, wait. <laughs> what's happening? Oh, oh my god oh my god what a crazy world anyways i wasn't even finished should i finish it i don't even remember I where you were off on the fly yeah. too where were you talking about where GameStop's at or something <laughs> GameStop's at 500 dollars. Robinhood has restricted trading on multiple companies including amc nokia yes they still exist blackberry and GameStop. dogecoin the meme from 2013 is up 400 percent today to four cents down from a fraction of a cent previously <laughs> Oh my god. Welcome. Some days it's an insurrection, other days it's the stock market. Oh today just I don't know, this whole week has been chaotic. This whole year. Just 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 call it out. It's <laughs> the, the whole month has been uh, yeah. Absolute The whole month is the whole year. You might have chaos. to raise my volume by the time we're done with this. My, my microphone's still like stop screaming. It's fine. Oh my god. But yeah, if you own GameStop stock, congratulations. If you sold it because we've heard of us yelling about how GameStop's Talk terrible. About GameStop. <laughs> We're sorry. But uh oh my god. Yeah, it's uh it's crazy. Anyways, welcome to episode 103 of What the Fun Cast. Yes, the world is crazy. Instead of uh rallying on about uh GameStop and all these crazy stock prices and all that stuff, go and uh, check it out for yourself. If you haven't already, I'm sure you probably heard it on the news. It's hit the mainstream media at this point. Um but yeah, it's a wild time, and now Dogecoin, which is uh, you know skyrocketing, and uh, Reddit is kind of controlling Wall Street, which is in a lot of ways pretty historical. So it's uh, it's very interesting to watch it all unfold and watch the uh, Wall Street elitists, if you will, sort of tremble in their boots at what a forum, Wall Street Bets, that's our uh, subreddit, Wall Street Bets, that's been around for years now is uh, is able to do to them so anyway that's kind of uh, the history of the world this episode <laughs> is going to be very heavy on the entertainment side uh which will have pretty much all delay news but that's fine anyway let's get started ahmed what have you been up to besides watching dogecoin <laughs> honestly literally the past two days have been nothing but like work stress and like looking at the stock market and figuring out what the hell is happening um but besides that uh, I did play a few new games. I haven't gotten to play games in the past few days just because work has been insane and after the work day and like barely focusing on it because of GameStop, I like all I want to do is lay down. Um, but I, I think I streamed on on Monday, was it? I don't know if it was Monday or Sunday or something like one of those days. Um, but I played Just Cause 4, um, which was uh, a PlayStation Plus game for December? I think no uh yeah either november or december yeah one of those but i had it uh, downloaded i never played it realistically i never played any of the just cause games um but i played this one uh, a little bit and it was interesting i really was mainly expecting just the sandbox where i get an rpg and i get to blow shit up and just do dumb shit like i was expecting a real actual open world game but it's basically like 
an actual open world game. You have to like claim all these territories, and I'm like, this is too deep. I just want a silly action movie. Um, but really? were there? I don't, like it seemed deep. Like I didn't want to continue playing because I was like, oh, this has like a real story and everything. I don't want that. I just wanted to mess around. <laughs> um, but you want like a sandbox uh, GTA almost. Basically, yeah. Like in uh, what's those games? Uh, Saints Row. Like in Saints Row, you can open. There's like dildo mode, and you just like open, and it's like waves of people coming at you with dildos, and you have to attack them with a giant dildo. I don't know. Just like yeah. So that's Saints stuff. Row the Third, and they just remastered that recently, and like apparently it was a very good remaster. So you should look into that. I think I already own the original, but yeah, I, I might. Who knows? Um, because yeah, I just I was just looking for something silly to play, and it was like now you have to capture these territories and fight back against the. And I'm like, I don't want to do all that. Like that's too much. I just wanted to shoot a rocket launcher at a helicopter, which I did, and it was crew. It was fine. Um, but <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna be touching that again. Um, but I did also play Maneater, which was surprisingly a lot of fun so man eater is the game where you are a shark and you have to kill humans essentially um it's a it was a playstation 5 exclusive on play, uh, ps plus so i didn't get to stream it but um it was pretty fun i was surprised at how like well it worked um and how good it looked actually like the art style was pretty well done it wasn't like a silly like you know made in whatever unity like bug snacks was um so it was good did you played it, right? Just to clarify real quick, the PS5 exclusive part that you mentioned, you meant that on PlayStation Plus, it was only free for PS5. Yes. Just to, just to clarify. Yeah, yeah. It is on PC and Xbox as well. Yes, it's available on and on PS4, but the, the free part specifically was for, for PS5, yeah. Um, yeah, I did. I have played it. It's a very satisfying and enjoyable game. It's like one of those things that you pick up and you're like, mm, let me just go and, I don't know, be a shark and do shark things. <laughs> and It's fine. Yeah, I, I did. It's funny. I, I played a few hours, maybe not a few hours, maybe like two hours, maybe a little more on Xbox at launch because I bought it because that's when, um, well, not, not even really at launch, but I had gotten it on sale and there was a lot of talk about the confusion around backwards compatibility for PS5. So I'm like, let me just buy it on Xbox. I know I'll be able to play it on Series X and I won't, you know, whatever, backdate itself, backdate, whatever. Keep it lost in the last generation. Yes. And then they came out and said, hey, you know, um, we're going to do a, 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 what do you call it? A, um, free upgrade, a next gen upgrade for free. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then that, and then it went for free on PlayStation plus. So I sold off my Xbox copy and I have it for free on PlayStation plus. So I do intend at some point on getting back into it and kind of getting up, I guess, to the point that I got to in my Xbox version on PlayStation five. So I, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's one of those games where you can sink hours into it. I had an overheating issue at launch. Uh, when it first came out for PS4 and Xbox One. Interesting. Yeah, so it was overheating consoles. Uh, our, our friend Logan uh, had that issue. He got it at launch, and it was overheating his Xbox, which is pretty crazy, but I think that's since been fixed. It's definitely... And now with the new systems... Yeah, it's a lot more graphically intensive than you would think for, like, a silly game like it is. Um, yeah. But it looks good. It was fun. Um, isn't it also on Switch? Uh, it was announced for Switch, and then, then it never came out for Switch. Okay. I don't know if it was canceled. Because I'm pretty sure I will look that up. we like saw it during a Nintendo Direct at some point or something. I was like, what? Switch? I'd imagine it's going to look like uh, Dookie if it's on Switch. Probably, but it's fine. Um, I also played some Dishonored, the original Dishonored, from way back in... I guess the game came out in 2013, I think, or 2012. Um, because I, I've been meaning to play... Like I, I enjoyed it when I played it like four or five years ago um and then for some reason i just never picked up on it again but i'm back into it i'll probably finish that one on stream it's not too long and i also own dishonored too so i'll probably play that um you know back to back um 
but yeah, I'm enjoying that so far. And then in terms of shows and movies, I haven't seen any movies, although my roommate, because he is a part of the Writers Guild of America, because um, he is a film major, he has a free early copy, or not a free, like a, a, an early screening copy of um, Cherry, the new Tom Holland movie that's directed by the Russo brothers coming to, it's an Apple TV Plus original. And he's like really critical of, of movies in general. Like, when he doesn't like a movie, he just will not watch it till the end. He'll just be like, I turned it off. I couldn't get through the first 30 minutes of it. He's watched Cherry three times now. Like, he wow. loves it. So I think I'm going <laughs> to have to... Um, I can't borrow the code from him. It has to be, like, played off of his laptop because it's a very specific thing. Um, so I'm going to force him to make me, let me watch it with him one of these times because just every time he's watched it, I haven't been around. Like, I was either planning on streaming or we had the podcast or whatever. Um, so When does it come out? I think it comes out uh, next month sometime, sometime in February. But What's it called again? Cherry. Cherry? Yeah. Like, like the eat fruit. a cherry? Yes. Uh, oh, I see it. Yeah. Uh, oh, February 26th. Interesting. Yeah, so it comes out in a while. Huh. So I was like, while well, you still have that code, let me watch it so I can get an early screening. Um, mm, interesting. The wild journey of a disenfranchised young man from Ohio who meets the love of his life only to risk losing her through a series of bad decisions and challenging life circumstances. Sounds like a coming-of-age-ish movie. It's coming-of-age-ish, but I think it's also, like, not, like, a feel... Like, I think it's really deep. Like, it seems... I, I saw, like, parts of it in passing, um, and it's it seems, like, really intense. Like... Ahmed said, it's depression only. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just saying, like, don't go in expecting, like, Perks being a wallflower when it's really kind of probably oh, more like God, Breaking I Bad. I love that movie. <laughs> I love Perks being a wallflower so much. Yes. Sitting here saying it's like Breaking Bad. You didn't even watch Breaking I'm Bad. Get out just of here. Based on what I saw, there was... It's a lot like uh, Breaking Bad. You know, the, the show with Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul, 2013. <laughs> I can't stand you. Anyways... Um, um, Maneater is coming to switch apparently first half of 2021, by the way. They delayed okay. it as of September. Um, and there's no – someone asked on the 12th of this month if they had a new release date. And they said, we have nothing to share about a new release date at this time. So Oof. anyways, maybe one day. Um, and then, yeah, in terms of uh, shows I did watch. So uh, The Great North is – I think it's going to premiere next month on on NBC – or Fox, I think, actually. Um, but it's uh, from the same creators of Bob's Burgers. Um, and the first two episodes are available on Hulu if you want to watch it early. Or at least they were available on Hulu. I couldn't find them uh, when I went to look again. So they might have been taken down. They might have been like a temporary thing. Um, but it seems interesting. It seems like it might be actually a fun time. Um, the main, like the dad figure of the show is voiced by Ron Swanson. What's his actual name? Nick Offerman. Nick, it's voiced by Nick Offerman, um, but who Nick Offerman plays Ron Swanson in Parks and Recreation. Um, but like, I didn't even look it up, but you can immediately hear it in his voice. But it seems like it's pretty good. Um, I enjoy the first two episodes. Obviously, the first episodes are like, they're still trying to get into the flow. You're still trying to get to know the characters. So they don't really haven't put them in any like funny situations like they might in, in Bob's Burgers just yet. But I think it's promising. Um, and then, so this one's completely stupid. But I kind of, I've like, whenever I eat, I like dinner specifically, I always look for a show to watch while I'm eating. And for the past few days, I just haven't been in the mood to like start. Like, I have a bunch of shows on my list, but all of them are one hour long episodes. I'm like, I don't want to start a brand new show with a one hour long episode. Like, I just want to eat and watch something mindless because I've had a long day. So I put on Bling Empire specifically because it was recommended to me by one of my new coworkers who literally just joined this week. 
and was like, does anyone watch Bling Empire? I'm obsessed with it. I hate reality TV, but it's so good. So I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And it's literally like Crazy Rich Asians, the reality TV show. Like, oh, gosh. it's just insanely rich Asian people from L.A., that like likely aren't even friends outside of the show, but they're like forced into these situations by the producers, and they're like, "Yeah, you go hang out with her." And it's like they never would have hung out with each other; they hate each other. Um, but it's so stupid, but it's weirdly addicting. Like I hate that I keep watching it. I'm like four episodes <laughs> in now because <laughs> I'm like I have to see what kind of stupid shit these people get up to. They're like, "Oh yeah, of course, I'll I'll fly to Paris every day on the weekends or whatever." And we always stay at the presidential suite at the plaza. And yeah, my rent is only nineteen thousand dollars a month. It's like, hello? Oh my god, anyways. So yeah, when you just see how the rich people live. Like this one person was like, yeah, I was putting, I put like $400,000 in the Black Amex every month. And it's like, what could you possibly, possibly buy for $400,000 a month? Like I don't even know how that is possible. Oh my god, <laughs> I don't know either. Like without... And I don't think we'll ever know what we can buy because we'll never be at that point. So. Probably not. Yeah, everyone is like the son of like an oil baron. This one woman's like married to... If empires were still a thing in China, he would be the emperor, emperor of China currently. Like, there's a lot oh of like insanely... And you're like, oh, Elon Musk is the richest person in the world? That's it? Not these people? Are you sure? Not the son <laughs> of like sure? this crazy arms dealer? Like, it's oh my God. insane. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> Just wasting my life watching stupid reality TV. What have you been doing? Have you gotten level 100 in Fortnite yet? <sighs> no, not yet. So, hold on. I'm stuck on this. What the, What's the name of the show... That was from the creators of Bob's Burgers that, like, Hulu or something backed away from. I, I, oh, Another God, show from the creators of Bob's Burgers? Oh, I thought, yeah, I, we watched it. What the hell is it called? Wait, we watched we it, like me? Episodes. No, I, Lauren and I watched a couple episodes of it. Uh, it's on Apple TV+. Plus. Central Park, that's the name of it. Okay. Oh, yeah. I finally found it. I've, like, searched. It's, like, they're... Their thing on the Apple TV app on the iPhone is so... And they don't have a lot of content, which is why they keep it like this. So it's very much like scroll from left to right on like latest releases. Oh, and and there's no search? No, there's no search because there's not enough content. So anyway. Yeah, so it's Central Park. Well, so what's pretty cool, and I realized but didn't realize this, Snoopy in Space is on... uh, is is an Apple TV original on... Apple TV Plus, and then I guess they brought uh, a sequel of Fraggle Rock. I don't know if you remember Fraggle Rock. That's Jim Henson's uh, a Jim Henson show. Fraggle Rock. It's it looks like the Muppets, but anyway, okay, yes. they're coming up with uh, the Snoopy show on Apple TV Plus, which is like a new Peanut show, Bosky. but it's called the Snoopy show because they own all the rights so, to like the the Charlie Brown stuff. I remember we talked about this right. before. Yeah, right, right, right. They have the partnership on it. Yeah. So they uh, that's coming on February fifth, which is pretty cool. There's too much damn content to consume. That's the problem. There really is. Then, uh, anyway, so back to Fortnite. No, I'm not at level 100 yet. <laughs> so I keep saying that I play Fortnite, but then I haven't given anyone my end game. So the end game is to hit level 100, so I get Baby Yoda or uh, Grogu or Baby Greg, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> Greg. So you get him as like your pet or whatever, like your little thing that follows you around. So I'm like, oh, that seems fun. I want to get that, and then. Fortnite's like, what if I made your life absolutely miserable and just didn't give you any challenge? So I'm like, out of experience challenges, which is like the easiest way to level up. Oh, no. So now so you I just have to play they, random games? 
Well, no, I think they the weekly ones refresh uh, every Thursday, which is what I read. Mm. So I played it over the weekend, and I like beat the challenges I had, and then I'm really like scraping the bottom of the barrel at this point. So I think from what I read, the weekly challenges refresh every Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern time. So I have to check. I haven't checked um, Fortnite, so I have to check and see if I have challenges. But yes, I am level 85, and I am so freaking close. I just have 15 levels left. Um, when does the season end? Uh, I think it ends in like March, so I have like plenty of time. Oh, okay, you're good. So, but like, part of me is like, mm, when I hit this level, I want nothing to do with this game again. Um, <laughs> Honestly, n- not really. But it's a lot of fun. It's just what I've realized is they give you a lot of these like meaningless tasks to do. It's like, oh, like go harvest stone. Oh, go like knock down this building, or go like kill someone in this area, or you know, all these little things which are fun, easy. Uh, very gratifying quests where my head's like, oh, okay, you did a good job. You get experience. So I'm like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> Literally um, like a monkey in a lab being presented with like oh. a banana after doing the task correctly. <laughs> this is all simulation. Um, <laughs> anyway, some of the tasks are like go eat a banana. And like they actually have like fruits you can eat. Oh my God. And it's like consume 12 bananas. I'm like, okay. You're like, so you got to go to like the farm area. You got to find twice. the bananas and... It's a mess, but yeah. So I've been playing that. Um, I haven't played much else. I'm like, what I've realized this morning is like I'm in the mood to watch like movies. Like, well, I'll get to it in a minute. But so uh, we watched through all of the episodes of Pixar Popcorn, which I think there's 12 of them, which they're like the two minute shorts that just came out. Okay. Um, I was well, I was going to ask how they long were, they, but that sounds like it was just like a half hour to watch all of them. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. It, it it didn't take long at all. I think it was like I think there's twelve of them or eleven of them, and they're two minutes each. So it was like twenty two minutes. So of course I didn't see the play all thing because it was at the very end of the list until we got to the end of the list. I'm like, oh, let's watch the twelfth one. I'm like, play all. God damn it! Like I scrolled through all of these. <laughs> Why so. wouldn't they put that at the top? That's so dumb. I don't know. It was stupid, but yeah. So it's interesting. Well, it's very interesting actually because you can tell. And whether you guys consider the spoilers or not, I don't know. Give me like two minutes to talk yeah, and I'll come fine. back. Um, but. All of the, they're all catered to a different franchise. So there's like a Finding Nemo one, there's a Coco one, a Toy Story one. But it's very obvious that they A, either use recycled footage, or B, had the animators animate it and didn't use any voice actors. Because in the Toy Story ones, nobody talks. In the Finding Nemo ones, um, Dory, it's, it's mainly centered around Dory. Dory makes like noises, which. Like, Ellen DeGeneres is in the cast, but I'm pretty sure that they're all recycled noises from, like, Finding Dory and Finding Nemo. Um, hmm. Soul is literally, like, the one that's uh, surrounded by Soul is literally, it looks like a demo reel that was done to pitch the movie. It, like, just shows, like, it's called Soul of the City, and it just shows, like, different scenes in the city just to music. And it's, it, they're very strange, but there's a couple good ones. So, um, I, I have to look at the list again to remember them, but the one that I remember sticking out the most was uh what's it called um a day uh or chores day or something like that with the incredibles Mm. or the incredibles way and that was pretty cool that was funny and that like there was uh not really any voices again but it was like noises it it was fine It, it like fit in well but some of the other ones were like strange oh so it's only 10 pixar shorts uh but yeah the incredibles one was really good um the the cars one was okay oh and then they had these two called fluffy stuff with ducky and bunny and one's like fluffy fluffy stuff with ducky and bunny love and that one's actually four minutes there's another one that's three heads where they interview the the sheep from uh bo peep sheep and you can tell that that was probably like a 
a in the running for Forky asks a question kind of thing because it's almost like that same like ask a question style thing or like them interacting with another character mm. on a topic. So that was interesting. Um, both the Incredibles ones were pretty funny, actually. There's a Cookie Num Num one, and there's a uh, Chore Day the Incredibles way. Those two are good. Um, the other ones were okay. I mean, it was nothing, nothing crazy. I'm sure like kids are gonna kick out of it. It's you know, it's it's something new with the properties that we all know and love, um, but nothing mind blowing per se. What was mind blowing is Wandavision episode three. So yes. I don't want to get into spoilers. I think you felt the same way, but this show has totally taken me by surprise, and I was not a believer at all in this show, and I am now a believer. So I am super excited for how this is going to play out. I'm really glad that they didn't, that, like, we still have so many questions. I'm glad that they didn't, like, try to explain any further, that they were just like, here's this weird, funky show we have coming out. Have fun figuring out what it's about. Like... Because it's right. I, yeah, it, I'm so pleasantly surprised, and I I prefer to be pleasantly surprised than overly hyped for something. Right, it is just extreme extreme levels of of hype for that show for for really no reason. I mean, I guess more so at the thought of the perspective where the show can go. So, highly recommend you watch Wandavision, even if you haven't necessarily seen the Marvel movies. It's still very enjoyable. So yes, um, I mean, there's some there's some like you know tidbits here and there that that harken back to some marvel movies but highly recommend watching it fantastic show um so far at least it's only three episodes in and it's and it's very enjoyable so Ooh, we got a new even more enjoyable at, i was gonna say we got a new episode at midnight just kidding we got a new episode at three in the morning so never mind <laughs> no, anyways tomorrow it is uh it's a very enjoyable tv show so highly recommend that and also the mandalorian if you haven't watched it and the mandalorian you really don't need to see star wars movies i guess but you know it's always better if you've seen them as well so you can tie it all together yes um but yes, 21 minutes in, we haven't even started the show. So let's move right into it. Uh, the hot tops for entertainment here. I'm going to run through these pretty quickly. There's a lot of movie delays and a lot of movie shifting around. So let's jump right into it. Uh, first one comes from Jeff Keighley's Twitter account. The Uncharted movie was delayed from this July to February 11, 2022. Uh, so, please. Yeah. I'll believe this when this movie comes out. Um, I, I think that this is, I mean, this isn't totally unexpected for us, right? I mean, we talked about this. There's a lot of attention on the AMC stock. We kind of joked about that in the beginning of the show. But in all seriousness, the movie theaters are still not open. Vaccines are being slowly rolled out. It's not like people are getting the vaccine and immediately, sorry, Ray like ran to the patio door over here. She's like, I must kill whatever's outside. What are you doing? It's a squirrel. Um, anyway, the, the cat's losing her mind. Um <laughs> So it's not like everyone's going to get vaccinated or people going to get vaccinated and immediately run to the movie theater. I think there's still going to be some hesitation about large crowds, um, open areas like that. I mean, it's just I mean, yeah. Even even if you all get vaccinated or even if you get vaccinated, you still have to excuse me. You still have to you know wait until there's herd immunity in your area because if even if you're vaccinated, you can carry the virus and transmit it to someone else that isn't vaccinated. And in order to just right. you know stop the spread in general, you need to wait until everyone is vaccinated and then things are safe to do again assuming that the variants don't cause you know a wrench in all of these plans but fingers crossed we'll see what happens but i think the move to february is a valid one especially if they want a big box office for this considering it's been in development for literally like 10 years at this point so yeah i mean what's what's another few months it's yeah it's nothing so exactly um yeah, so then there's a whole bunch more uh, shifting around that happened. These all come from IGN. So the Bob's Burgers movie was delayed from April 9th, 2021 to indefinitely. So Realistically, uh, I thought that that was even coming. I forgot that that was even coming out. 
completely. So did I, and I think this might be like a this might be them dabbling in a direct to consumer fashion, right? Because yeah. animated movies have proven to done to do, to done well, <laughs> to do well. Uh, like Soul did pretty well, I think. Um, and obviously, they're bringing Raya and the Last Dragon. This is all Disney, obviously, but they're bringing Raya and the Last Dragon to theaters and Disney Plus at the same time. Um, so I think that Bob's Burgers, like, I could see that going up to an Apple TV Plus or, you know, maybe an HBO Max or something like that. But I guess we'll see what happens. But I think it would do fairly well like that if they chose to go that route. Honestly, yeah. Um, I mean, everyone watches Bur- Burbs Burgers, <laughs> Bob's Burgers, like, in the comfort of your own home. Like, my favorite time to watch Bob's Burgers is when I'm curled up in bed and, and like, ready to go to sleep, not when I'm, like, dressed up to go to the movie theater. So a directed TV or, you know, video on demand release or streaming release uh, definitely makes more sense, I think, for this specifically. Um, especially given the audience. Did I hear what? Did I hear what I thought I heard? What'd you hear? Burgers. Up. That is not the joke to bring back. Not this year. Not like this. Um. That was like what? Middle school. That's like saying you just lost the game. Like that's how old. Oh, anyway, that was not my intention. It was more of the. It was more of the. You know, the old ragtime, like, I'm sweating. That was the... Uh, <laughs> oh. Because I was... You don't know that? Do you not know what I'm referencing? The Family Guy thing? It's like... Bur- 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 Bird's bur- the word. Bur- yeah, 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 yeah. That's like literally middle yeah. school memes. I will never forget in my entire life, we were at Comic-Con one year, and the Peter Griffin guy was there, <gasps> oh, and he yeah. started that. Oh, my God. Anyways. And I was like, hmm, anyways, it's time to leave. He passed away, um, didn't he? Sorry, this is like weirdly depressing. Didn't he pass away recently? He passed away? Am I... Making things up. I don't even remember what his name right. was, but I'm pretty sure he You did. should fact check fact check that real quick while I can Do you know what his name is? Uh, <laughs> it, literally, if you type in the Peter Griffin guy, you will find him on Google. Peter Griffin guy. That's really sad if he did pass away. I didn't I didn't know that. Um Alright. Uh The King's Man was delayed from March twelfth, twenty twenty one to August thirtieth, or excuse me, August twentieth, twenty twenty one. Uh so not too much of a delay there. I mean a five month delay. Pretty reasonable, I would say, with the with the reality of the pandemic. Uh, Ron's Gone Wrong was delayed from April 23rd, 2021 to October 22nd. Uh, and A Quiet Place Part 2 was delayed from April 23rd, 2021 as well to September 17th, 2021. Uh, more fitting given that it's a uh, spookier movie, I guess you could say. Um, and it's landing on my birthday, but I guarantee I will not watch that movie. Um, Godzilla vs. Kong was actually... So the official trailer came in last Sunday, I believe. And uh, the official trailer came out, and it came out that it's going to get pulled in from May to March 26th. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, I watched the trailer, and obviously I know that it's not going to be an Oscar-winning movie, but it's uh, it definitely looks interesting. Wait, what so, movie? Sorry? Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'll be stupid, but I'm sure it's it'll be fun be to stupid, watch. It's going to be stupid, yeah. They were, like, measuring how much larger Kong had to become to, like, fight Godzilla. <laughs> it was pretty entertaining. Also, I completely am spreading fake news. I don't know who died, but someone somewhere died. But it wasn't the Family Guy guy. Robert Francese is his actual name. And he is alive That's and well. That's the Peter Griffin guy? Yeah. He posted as of one day ago on Instagram. So I'm assuming he's, he's fine. <laughs> That's good. That's yes. good. All right. So moving right along... Uh, you actually posted this in here uh, that Misha Green 
is uh, making the jump to feature directing with the next Tomb Raider film. Yes. Uh, so Misha was. You probably a, know a little bit more about this. Go ahead. I haven't watched Lovecraft Country, but I've heard very good things about it. But yeah, she was the um, the mind behind Lovecraft Country. She was the showrunner. Um, so this is pretty good because the original Tomb Raider movie with uh, Alicia Vikander starring. Um, I'm assuming she's going to reprise her role in the next one. Um, but it was good, but it wasn't like great. Um, so so having a, a kind of a fresh look into this, I think, will be beneficial. And also just uh, coming off the success of Lovecraft Country, I'm sure this will be good. You've never seen the original Tomb Raider movie, have you? Uh, like the original original? No, no, no. Like, no. like the one ago? that came out like two years ago or three years ago. Uh, no. Essentially. No, I did not. It was pretty good. It's it's faithful to the reboot of the video games. Um, Mm, and okay, I do remember this. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, but it wasn't like you know, great like it could have been. I think. Um, like the ending was kind of silly, but I think uh, I'm glad that they're making a sequel in general because I I want it to to be better. Um, but yeah, this is this is pretty exciting. I'm also surprised that it's. A project for MGM. I thought forgot that MGM itself was a studio. Didn't they like? Weren't they selling off their stuff or something? Were they thought, trying to I close? They up were. Shop? Yeah, no, I thought they were, but I guess maybe not. I mean, MGM is still. It's still. I, I don't think they were selling off. I think that they just backed out a little bit. But I don't know. I I can't speak intelligently on that. I have no idea. I just remember vaguely being like MGM's trying to sell off their shares. I'm like, okay, but. Who knows? Oh, MGM shares are spiking too. So, <laughs> by MGM. Oh, that's good. I'm kidding. They're not spiking that high. <laughs> they're up five percent though. So there's an article about it. Because that's yeah, definitely. If you're uh, if you're market. new to the stock market, which it seems like just about everybody's asking about stocks nowadays, please be careful because <laughs> yeah, stuff don't be stupid. spikes and drops very quickly. Yeah. Basically, so the rule of thumb is based off of my personal experience, having gotten into Bitcoin in 2017 like an idiot after like there was a major spike if you hear about it on the news it's usually too late to get in like if you're not already in don't buy when the prices are high because they're probably not going to go higher Um, and that's how i lost 300 dollars in 2017 anyways (laughs) (laughs) and i wonder if you kept it i wonder if you kept it now how much it would be worth i bet you'd be worth a lot the thing yeah i was an idiot and i didn't keep it in bitcoin because as soon as i invested in bitcoin bitcoin like didn't go higher because i already bought when it was at the highest peak so I was like, okay, I'll try other cryptocurrencies, and then I spiraled from there. Um, yeah, the mistake the mistake is buying is buying and selling quickly to get your money back. So. Exactly, I panicked. I didn't know what I was doing, and not that I know more more now, but <laughs> I know sure as hell not to buy <laughs> when it's already in the news because I'm like, it's it's too late for me. But I'm happy yeah. for everyone that's getting rich though. Accidental millionaires on on Reddit. Someone was like, I'm gonna pay for my dog's surgery so he doesn't have to die. I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. I'm happy for you. So. Literally. Meanwhile, <laughs> the uh, the elitists on Wall Street are like, no, your dog must die. I'm like, no, halt them. I have to keep my ten yachts. I'm like, okay. Oh my god, do you know? How, this is a completely random tangent. Do you know how expensive boats are in general? Like, not even just like the cost of the boat is. How one did you thing. go down this wormhole? I don't know. We're talking about yachts and rich people in Florida. Whenever we'd visit, my sister's like, ooh, let's do one of those, like, cool boat tours or whatever. So we'd do the boat tours, and then this, like, boat operator would take us through the canals of, like, Miami and show us all these rich people's houses and be like, that's where the CEO of uh, XYZ Pharma Company lives. That's where Michael Jordan's lives. That's where J-Lo used to live, and she sold her house. Like, just all these random ass, like, insane houses on the water. 
And he's like, yeah, these yachts, they're not even expensive just to buy. They're expensive. They're more expensive to maintain. Like, a yacht could cost Mm $100,000, but then, like, you have to get it maintained every, like, 12 months. And that, in and of itself, costs, like, $200,000, like, a month. Like, it is insane how much yachts cost. So I believe it. Anyways, this is a big middle finger. I'm, I'm really a big fan headphones. of this headset. Like, this little oh, microphone comes out of here. Not that I'm using this microphone, but, like, I feel, like, so official. <laughs> like, uh, go ahead, go ahead, buy the GameStop stock. Yep, go ahead, go ahead and sell it. All right, sell it. All right, all right, all right, buy, buy, hold, 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 Please. hold. I feel like there's an old episode of, like, Rockwell's Modern Life that, like, talked about the stock market or something <laughs> that I, like, I just have a vivid memory. Or maybe it was Rugrats. Because, like, I think Angelica's mom was in, like, stocks and trading and stuff. And I just remember them, like, f- screaming, like, buy, 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 sell, sell, sell. And I feel like it's literally, <laughs> literally what's happening today, this week. I literally imagine day traders being... I mean, like, in the past, there was no internet. So they'd genuinely be, like, taking phone calls, running across the floor with a piece of paper and be like, this person wants to buy this many shares. Like, chaotic. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of more movie delays so or... What's up? Wait, no, no more delays. Just kidding. <laughs> Next article. Did you have anything to add to the conversation before we move on? No, nothing aside from the fact that Disney is making Jungle Cruise more inclusive. That's good. I gave you the opportunity. You didn't take it. It's fine. Um, uh, yeah, I think this is good news. So at first I was like, so oh, let's fill people Jungle in. Cruise. Hold on, let's fill people in from the from the way back. So Jungle Cruise is a ride that's in Disney World and Disneyland. And it was worked on by Walt Disney himself, and it used to be called Jungle River. And the idea was that he wanted to he wanted you to be able to experience like seeing animals, but they're all audio animatronics, um, and seeing them in, in quote unquote person, right? So you're on a boat, you have a skipper, a skipper's kind of making these jokes, and you go along this jungle river or what's now called the jungle cruise, and you go around and you see all these different animals, and there's a lot of things about the natives, and the natives are typically um, I don't know what descent they actually are, but they're all you. depicted as like wild, primitive, and threatening. To quote the CNN article, what did you say, Matt? I got you here. So the okay, original, yeah. So the original intent of the ride was to be educational. Like the skippers never made jokes. There was no puns. It was supposed to be like you're on a real river cruise going through like rivers in South America, rivers in like the Nile and in Africa, and uh, rivers in Asia. So it was like Africa, Asia, Southwest or South America. So it was very like. You know, it's supposed to be like exotic. It's like, oh, we're taking you on this grand cruise of the world. It wasn't until a few years later that they like started making jokes and being like, okay, obviously no one's believing that these animatronics are real. Let's turn this into like silliness and lean all the way into like how fake it is. And so that worked. But yeah, at the end of the ride, the finale, so to speak, has a you know a few. They're called like headhunters, and they're based off of um, largely based off of tribes in Papua New Guinea. Um, which is a Pacific island that's, like, off the coast of Australia-ish, um, where there are, like, legitimate tribes that do practice cannibalism, which, I mean, feel about that how you will, but they're, like, largely untouched by modern society. Like, that's their thing. Um, but obviously in the ride, they don't specify, like, you know, specific tribes or whatever. It's just a bunch of, like, brown people that are, like, going around in circles going, like, oh and like you have to duck because they're gonna like chop your head off and then trader sam at the end the big pun is like oh two for heads or what is it um two uh two heads for one of yours yeah or something like that he's like oh you got a crazy new deal um anyway you slice and dice it you still come out ahead ah, ha, 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 ha. so <laughs> it always like kind of rubbed me a little bit the wrong way i'm like mm, this is kind of sketchy but like i don't know 
Um, so I think the fact that they're they're changing it get, kind of falls in line with them updating the, uh, the Splash Mountain to be Princess and the Frog rather than um, the Song of the South. So uh, I understand why they're doing it, and I think it's a good move in general. Um, I mean, I hope that they don't change Trader Sam's too much. Like, I don't mind if they change the name of Trader Sam, the bar, too much. Um, but the obviously, if they get rid of Trader Sam, like the caricature, then I don't know, maybe they'll change the bar up as well. Who knows? But I don't think so. I think that, I mean, it's always been like the disgrace skippers or whatever, and they just refer to Trader Sam. I don't think they necessarily use anything in it. Yeah. No, I think the bar itself is safe. I think, like, in it might change in name. It might just be called, like, you know, I don't know, Pacific Island. Trader, Trader Ahmed's. Basically. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's. I think this is a largely good move. To, like, even if it's historically, like, or actually accurate that these people are, you know, cannibals and headhunters, um, I guess, I don't know, they're being portrayed as, you know, it's not necessarily an exploration of the world, and it's more so, like, watch out, these people might kill you, uh, which maybe is true, but, like, no one's really going to Papua New Guinea. That's not, like, a place that people visit. Let them... <laughs> leave them alone. Literally. Uh, like, that's not, like, a, a place to be afraid of. So I think it's more so, like, instilling the fear of just, like, general people that... I don't know. Tribal peoples in general? I don't know. It's it's complicated, and I understand why people might be upset, but at the same time, those caricatures didn't exist when Walt Disney was working on the ride they were added also later when the ride changed to be more silly and funny so for people that are like oh they're disney's changing its legacy blah 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 they're ruining walt's vision like that was never his vision let's be real so. yeah no it's fine i think that the imagineers so to quote the cnn article right so disney put out a press release um and apparently there's gonna be a new animated skipper character so i hope that i did see that yes it's not like and I hope they don't disband the skipper idea because I thought no, that no, was no, pretty no. clever. No, like the the, yeah, the animated be... skipper would be a part of the actual like on the it wouldn't be on the boat that you're on. Like there would still be a live skipper on the boat, but there's uh one of the animators like that worked on the original ride had all these like mock-ups of 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 things and the story the narrative would largely be more towards a a previous cruise that like departed before you that like fell into chaos kind of thing so the animated skipper would be on another boat that's like sunken or something like that gotcha 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 um okay so to use the quote here uh um quoting as imagineers is our responsibility to ensure experiences we create and stories we share reflect the voices and perspective of the world around us said carmen smith creative development and inclusion strategies executive at walt disney imagineering in a statement so pretty tight-lipped on a lot of the stuff there was some like new concept art uh, which looked like it retained a lot of, well, no, I shouldn't say a lot of, but some of the key scenes by replacing a few aspects of it. It's yet to be seen how they replace like the gorilla scene and some of the other scenes in the ride. So, um, I mean, for me, this is super exciting. I think this is good. As much as I love and grew up on Splash Mountain, I understand why it needs to change or it should change. Um, and Princess and the Frog is one of my favorite uh, animated Disney movies of recent history. So, uh, of recent years, I should say, not history. But, um, yeah, so it's super exciting. I think it's good. It's Disney always committed to the fact that Disneyland would always be someplace that was changing. And these changes and are coming to Disneyland and Disney World for Jungle Cruise. Correct. Yep, Mountain, I did I check that. They're coming to both, both parks. Yep. Yeah. So... All right, let's kick it into high gear here, and let's move into the hot tops for the video games. So, let's go. 
Uh, let's jump right into the Resident Evil Showcase. So there's Resident Evil Showcase this past week, uh, actually on January 21st, so about a week ago. Uh, so running through Warrior 64's uh, live tweet thread of it, um, we'll pick it up from here. So Resident Evil Village is coming to current-gen consoles, and uh, it's coming to PS4 and Xbox One day and date, and comes with a free upgrade to the PS5 and Xbox Series X versions, and it's out May 7th. Uh, it's got a fancy-looking Deluxe Edition and Collector's Edition. Both look pretty cool. There's also a Resident Evil 7 Plus Village bundle uh, being released and some pre-order bonuses, which look cool as well. Not for me, but, you know, for the people that enjoy this game, go off. Uh, there is a PS5 exclusive demo as well that released on uh, the day of this presentation, which was January 21st. What were you going to say, Matt? I was just going to say the, the demo is live now, and it features Tall Vampire Lady, so that's exciting. The internet's oh my freaking gosh, out about her. stupid Tall Vampire Lady. Yes, the internet She's gigantic. Taken, yeah. What's not to Taking like? her by storm. Did you play this demo yet? Uh, no, I didn't even realize that the demo was out until I literally opened this thread. <laughs> until I just read it. Um, I'm reading a Resident Evil. Resident Evil Verse, I guess pronounced Reverse. Uh, was announced, which I think is the multiplayer mode associated with uh, Resident Evil Village. So, um, kind of looks like a... Actually, let me look here. I thought it was a multiplayer mode. It looks like a multiplayer mode. I agree. Yeah, it's a multiplayer mode. And it looks like it's based um, in Resident Evil 2. Like, I recognize this room where it's like, welcome, Leon, <laughs> having just yeah. played it. Um, yeah, I think it's a multiplayer uh, add-on. It comes free yeah. with, with Village, so, yeah. Looks interesting. Uh, they announced a Resident Evil plus the Division 2 collaboration, which was bizarre. That was the last uh, you can get a, I think, yeah. Yeah, you can get a Leon Kennedy um, skin, I guess, So in Division 2. So, um, I I don't know. Remember Division 2? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Remember how I, I sold it? I remember. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's fine. Um, what else? What is? Why is Free Spidey PS5 trending? I just clicked on that. It's a. It's like a giveaway of the customized Spidey PS5. I thought they were saying like Free Spidey, like he's in jail. No, that's not what it is. Right. It's someone's like I'll not give a thousand dollars cash or a PS5 Spider-Man bundle to a random person who retweets this tweet with the hashtag. And I think people are just losing their minds about it. But like this PS5 doesn't even exist. This is a scam. Yeah. Uh, Dogecoin is also. <laughs> Is also trending. Of course um, it is. But yeah. I mean, Elon and Musk, Lord and Savior, tweeted about it, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's over five cents already, so. Is um, it over five cents? Yeah. Oh, fine. Five point, bro, 5.1 cents, which it's is wild. insane. Just, it was at one cent this morning, by the way. <laughs> um, it's just absolutely crazy. Anyway, enough about stocks. Uh, let's jump right into the next uh, line of news here. Xbox Live games of gold for February were revealed. So there was some drama around Xbox Live gold this week where Microsoft kind of it started leaking around. There were cards coming to GameStop that were Xbox Live gold six-month memberships, six-month memberships that were priced out at $60, which is the price of the yearly membership. Uh, that kind of circulated the Internet. Uh, the Internet was set ablaze, and people were freaking out, asking why, you know, that would e why they would even think that's a good idea because the the games with gold lineup is usually pretty shitty. Uh, and so, also considering that Game Pass Ultimate is fifteen dollars a month, like why would you charge ten dollars for just gold? Right. So that was definitely a tactic to get people to push over to Game Pass Ultimate yes. and be like, "Hey, we got this better offer. You get more and yada yada yada." But anyway, Microsoft got a lot of bad press for it, and they immediately dialed back and were like, "Hey, 
We're not going to increase the price anymore. In fact, games that are free to play will be free to play online, inclusive <laughs> of like Fortnite and yeah, everything like they that. Like so, not only backpedaled, but they were like, we're so sorry. Here's even more stuff. Which I think they were lining up already, and it just that was like a, oh, shit, we should pull the card now mm-hmm. because we need it. So, um, But anyway, the games coming with gold in uh, February are as follows. Resident Evil Remake, which is the remake of Resident Evil 1, uh, as well as... Um, is it the remake? Things, yeah, that's the remake. Um, these things never line up. Okay, Resident Evil Remake and Gears 5, Gears of War 5, are coming free February 1st to the 28th. And then uh, Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb for the original Xbox uh, is coming from February 1st to February 15th. And then Lost Planet, I believe that's 3, is coming, uh, which is was an Xbox 360 game. It's coming Planet from February two. 16th. Oh, that's Lost Planet 2, thank yeah. you. Um, Lost Planet 2 is coming February 16th to February 28th. And uh, Dondara Trials of Fear Edition is coming February 16th to March 15th, which is an Xbox one game the like date so, ranges are so confusing to me like just do it by the month and and get it done why why all this nonsense who knows yeah um, so it's uh it's it's very interesting um it's very interesting yeah I mean, I'm, so. I'm glad they walked back on that not that it affects me in the slightest but i'm glad they walked back on that because it shows like the the power of your your voice and, and disdain for something can really change things um right so don't don't take things quietly um, yeah, for sure, and make sure like the customer is always right, and the customer has. I don't know power, about that, right? Customers sometimes customers wrong. <laughs> if you've ever been a yes, customer, yes, you are sometimes joke. wrong, Ahmed. No, that's the customers of my company, but that's fine. Hopefully, they're not listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they're incorrect. Um, All right, you want to take the next one? Uh, well, I was actually just an add-on to this Xbox thing. Someone, so in case anyone was wondering, someone actually replied to this tweet from Xbox Wire that talked about games with gold and was saying, "What's the point in offering a game that's already in Game Pass?" Referencing Gears Five, and with games, uh, with games with gold, you actually like own the license to the full game digitally, rather than with Game Pass, it's only available. Well, Gears Five is a first-party title, so it would all be, always be available in Game Pass, but. Um, having the digital, the actual title means if you ever like lose your subscription to Game Pass, you'd still have access to it. Uh, Gears Five. Do you have to have gold still for it to work? Uh, for for what to work? For, if you get like if you get a game gold, gold game? yeah. Like is yeah, what, you would need yeah, you would need it. Interesting. Okay, so then I don't really know the answer. I was gonna say you get to keep the license, but clearly not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you downgraded from Game Pass Ultimate to just Xbox Live Gold, you would still be able to play the game. But yeah, yeah if you gave away everything and and didn't uh, didn't subscribe to anything anymore, yeah, you would yeah. lose them. I guess it's it's more so for the people that only do Xbox Live Gold and not Game Pass, which I'm I'm sure there's a ton of people that do that. So there are. Stupid, I, I'm but. pretty sure there are. I was thinking about this right, where like there, I bet you there are a lot of people that do that, Absolutely. and there are a lot of people that just have Xbox Live Gold. I know we're not that audience, but I'm sure that there are people that just play Fortnite or just play Call of Duty Online, and they just subscribe to that. Exactly. Um, one thing to mention here, c- kind of tying into Game Pass, right? So the Medium re- releases tomorrow, um, and then the Yakuza Collection also releases on Game Pass tomorrow. Uh, slash today, I think, actually. So uh, Xbox Game Pass actually tweeted out that Xbox Game Pass is the home of Yakuza, which I thought was pretty cool because they've got... Yakuza 0, uh, Yakuza, I guess, Kiwami, which was uh, Yakuza 1, and then Yakuza Kiwami 2, and then the collection, the remaster collection that just came out has Yakuza 3, 4, and 5, and then Yakuza 6 is coming out in March. 
uh, to Game Pass, I guess. Oh, so that's exciting. I don't know if this is actually fan-made or or not, but people are, like, huge fans of Yakuza games. I don't know. They're not really for me. Um, They're but very I guess if people are enjoying silly, them. from what I understand. Like... They're very Japanese. They're very Japanese, but I don't think it's not like a turn-based game or anything. It's not like an RPG, but it's very like no silly. Like you can go into like I don't know. I've always see screenshots of like people doing random ass shit, like going to like a cat cafe to pet a cat in Yakuza, and it's like what? <laughs> like it's very yeah. It seems like it's very lighthearted, while also being like about the Yakuza as lighthearted as that can get. I don't know. It feels very. It, it is very Japanese. That's that's the best way to put it. <laughs> So one more thing while we're on the topic, I know I keep saying one more thing, but <laughs> while we're on the topic of Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Live Gold and Games of Gold and all that, PlayStation Plus also announced their games for February. Oh, there you and go. And I forgot to mention them in here. So um, first off, you're getting, uh, oh my gosh, I'm scrolling for where I posted it here and I'm, I can't freaking find it. What's the name of it? Destruction All-Stars. Yes. That's the, that's the main game that was supposed to be a launch game. They ended up dialing it back and said that it become a PlayStation Plus game, and that is now finally coming as a PlayStation Plus game in February. In addition to that, Control Ultimate Edition, which is the edition that includes the next-gen upgrades. So there's a lot of bad press about this, if you guys remember. We talked about it some time ago where you had to buy the Ultimate Edition to get the next-gen upgrade, which mm. was bullshit and, and you know, kind of seemed silly. So anyway, that's going to be available for free. And then in addition to that, um, there's one more. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm like sitting here scrolling, looking for it. I'm remembering them as I'm scrolling. <laughs> and then Concrete Genie for PS4, which was a game that you and I talked about buying a while ago, uh, that is coming out uh, as part of the PlayStation Plus games for February. So that is a hell of a lineup. That really is uh, a hell of a for lineup. February. I want to see. Yeah. Did I even? I feel like I might have already bought Concrete Genie because I know it's on my list, but I'm not sure if i have i might have when it was on sale because i already had like playstation credit and it was like oh ten dollars sure i'll buy it um not thinking that maybe it'll eventually come to playstation plus yeah i already own it <laughs> so yeah it's fine anyway um, yeah i i looked at buying it a couple times and then it was like i don't know ten dollars and i'm like oh whatever it'll, by the time i play it'll be free somewhere so yeah it's uh right. pretty cool stuff and i mean having control come like and you get the ps4 ps5 version with the ultimate edition that's pretty cool you're starting to yeah. get like more than one free game for ps5 i um, would love to boot that up just to see what the ray tracing is like because uh, i feel like that's probably the in terms of like uh, what am i trying to say in terms of games that have ray tracing like most of the games that have ray tracing on ps5 i'm gonna play on pc like i guess cyberpunk hasn't really released its next gen upgrade so there really aren't many games with ray tracing available for ps5 besides miles morales um right. and spider-man obviously so uh and fortnite okay <laughs> it does it's seriously yeah, has like, ray tracing and um does it look good though so funny story i didn't realize that fortnite and on xbox and ps5 have a 120 fps mode mm. so i turned that on and it looks really good and I didn't think I'd notice the difference until I played it upstairs on my Xbox One X. And I'm like, my eyes can see now. Even though it's 60 mm -hmm. FPS, my eyes see. I told you. I told you. Once you, once you know. I told you. Because for everyone listening, <laughs> we were talking about monitors. And it's like, can your eyes really see above 60 FPS? And it's like, yes, they can. They really can. Um, so I'm glad that the that your Vizio TV was finally patched <laughs> to oh allow Oh, my God. What a disaster. Yes, it finally FPS. was. I'm using both 120 FPS or 120 hertz um, HDMI ports at this point. Nice. Finally, are there only two that allow for that? Uh, there, there are there are only two. Yes, it's gotcha, uh, gotcha. HDMI three and four, which works out well because all I have is the Xbox and the uh, and the PlayStation yeah. Five. 
Well, good. Good. So. I'm glad that I'm glad that it looks good and that you finally seen the light and you understand what I'm talking about and they're not being frivolous. My eyes, my eyes are. Uh, monitor. <laughs> yes, my eyes can. My eyes can see it now. Oh my god, maybe I should buy Dogecoin just so I can get a nine hundred dollar monitor. All right. Anyways, <laughs> when that graphics card comes through, then then hit me up. Um, what was this next one that you wanted me to take? You were like, you want to take this next one? And then we went on like a million fucking tangents. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I can, been 10 I can years. take it to the, the Vicarious Visions one. I mean, we're kind of yes. like scraping the bottom of the barrel for news this week, so eh, it's all this fine. was kind of a this was kind of a big one. Yeah, I don't know how much you read up on it, but I did. Um, you did read up on it. Yes. Okay, so you, you can take this one if you'd like. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, well, yeah, this you like this huge. Well, this isn't a huge article at all. Never mind. Um, so this one comes from Games. Nice job not scrolling down. Shh, I scrolled down and I realized that that the whole article was just this. Um, so. Activision Blizzard has moved its Vicarious Vision studio from the Activision side to the Blizzard side. So Vicarious Vision was already owned by Activision Blizzard. Activision Blizzard is technically one company, but they keep the Activision side separate from the Blizzard side, which is strange, I know. So moving from Activision side to Blizzard side doesn't seem like it's a big move. Um, however, it kind of is, considering Vicarious Visions was responsible for the uh, the remaster of the Crash and Sane trilogy, which was hugely successful um and also the tony hawks pro skater one plus two remaster which was also hugely successful and one of the best skateboarding games to come out in recent memory um considering ea's skate franchise never really i think lived up to any sort of hype um so both of those being critically acclaimed it's very strange for them to take vicarious visions and be like you're not going to work on any of those remasters anymore come work for blizzard games um it's weird considering i don't, I don't know I don't know if they just didn't have anything else on the, on the, what's it called, on the roadmap, to to remaster, or redo, or whatever. But they've been proven to be very good at it, so maybe they're going to remaster a Blizzard game, perhaps Diablo two. Who knows? Um, but anyways, going forward, the Vicarious Visions team of about two hundred people will be employees of Blizzard and fully dedicated to existing Blizzard games and initiatives, which means the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One Plus Two Studio will no longer be creating games as the lead developer. Um, after, co- after collaborating with Vicarious Visions for some time and developing a great relationship, Blizzard realized that there was an opportunity for Vicarious Visions to provide long-term, long-term support, uh, a representative explained to us. They, decla- declined. <laughs> they declined to specify <laughs> what the team has been working on with Blizzard or for how long. So the whole uh, Diablo 2 thing was purely spe- speculation on my part. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're working on a remaster of some kind of old Blizzard game or something or other. Um, considering they've kind of got an approved tra- proven track record with that. Um, so but. what you your Diablo 2 thing is not your own thing. Jason Schreier then tweeted and said, Blizzard said today that oh, just it's absorbing Vicarious Visions. What it didn't say is that Vicarious Visions has been working on a Diablo 2 remake, and Team 1, Blizzard's classic team, was quietly dismantled last fall. Um, That's where I got that from. I See, I had it in my head, and I was like, I don't know where I got this from. Maybe I made it up. <laughs> just kidding right and i and i like i remember you reading this to me i don't know maybe i'm losing my mind but jason also said blizzard's team one responsible for starcraft 2 here's the storm starcraft remaster warcraft 3 reforged which was the product of surprise unrealistic deadlines created by financial pressures it's next because if you guys remember warcraft 3 reforged was like terribly received um its next project was going to be the diablo 2 remake Last year, Blizzard pulled the Diablo 2 remake from Team 1 and gave it to Team 3, the Diablo 4 team, which is now overseeing and working with Vicarious Visions on the project. One quick bit of clarification, Team 1 and the Classic team used to be separate entities, but when the Classic team took over support of StarCraft 2 and Heroes of the Storm, around 2018 or so, they became known as Team 1, which is now gone. That's wild. 
like gone like all laid off i guess so uh, last this happened last fall so this isn't even like new news um, you know i'm looking at this and i see more, under more tweets bleeding edge tweeted 10 hours ago and i'm like remember that game that game came out people talked about it for like a half a millisecond and then it just disappeared and sure enough, their tweet says, with the studio now focusing on our new projects, Senua Saga, Project Mara, and the Insight Project, we have decided there will be no further content updates for Bleeding Edge. Game is still playable on Xbox and PC. Thank you to the fans and keep teaming up and causing chaos. That's so sad. This game literally came out less than a year ago. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I never played it. Apparently, it wasn't like super well received. People were like, eh, it's playable, but it's not nothing. It's nothing great. Um, right. But that's crazy. But I mean... Ninja Theory seems to have a lot of other more exciting projects up their sleeve, so that's fine. They tried it, it didn't work, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree 100% with that, and it's good that they were able to try it, and now we see that it didn't work, so. Yes, but Hellblade um, Senua's Saga is incredible. Definitely give that a play through, if you haven't already, specifically you, Paul. You mean Senua's Sacrifice. Sacrifice, sorry, is the first one, yes. Saga's yeah, the Saga's one. the second one. Yeah, Sacrifice. Um, it's an incredible game, and I'm super, super excited for the sequel. Like, it is... Ga- calling it a game is actually not doing it a service. It's uh, it's an experience. Like, kind of like how you really enjoyed Celeste for, like, its message and the journey you go on. It's very yeah. much like that, I think. Yeah, I have to sit down, like, with headphones on and play it. Um, yeah, like, it's, yes. it's not... it's. <laughs> horror adjacent but there's no like jump scares like it's not scary but it's like unsettling it's very good though it's yeah really, really you good. you mentioned that yeah it's based around mental illness right yeah she she suffers yeah. from schizophrenia essentially so it's like the experience of having schizophrenia and i watched like after i finished the game that i watched this whole they have a thing in the game that you can click on that it's like a video of uh, the development process and they like brought in people with schizophrenia that suffer from like that and mania and and other like related mental illnesses and they're like this is exactly what it's like you guys hit the nail on the head so it's like really they actually worked with these people that suffer from these things to to kind of bring awareness to what they go through on a daily basis and it's really really well done that's so crazy yes um that is super crazy so yeah i I will have to try it's on game pass i just have to bite the bullet and highly uh, highly jump in um this one's a quick rumor I want to touch on slash leaked slash hinted at. So on NeoGAF, there's a thread going around about uh, Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy remastered coming soon. Uh, so there's like all these different people. There's like um, a next DLC speculation topic on a GTA Online GTA forum. And there's a credible leaker on there that like wrote soon without any other information. And then um, someone pointed out that he wrote in the wrong thread, but that was intentional this and that and then um so this would be uh, sorry to cut you up but this would be a remake of three vice city and san andreas right not of like literally yes a one and two and three right correct thank you because that's a good point yeah because gta one and two were literally like top down like not the gta that you think of where it's 3d like they were 2d games um right yeah three three was the first 3d one right and uh so then uh, the same person said that uh, that we'll receive information in less than 90 days, answering a question that's completely out of context. Same thing happened regarding a possible release of the trailer, which should be received very soon, which we should receive very soon. And then they posted like a um, two days ago, someone else posted an interesting image to his Twitter profile showing three GTA Online shark cards and writing that those are fan-made. 
Could well be a coded message since the issue number from all three cards showing the following dates, 2001, 2002, and 2004. Hmm. Uh, the respective release dates of GTA 3, GTA Vice City, and GTA San Andreas. Um, another hint that may confirm that the leakers in question know very well what they're talking about. It could all be true. So, anyway, who knows? Take that with a grain of salt. It was on NeoGAF. Thought it was interesting. Seemed pretty credible. Um, and uh, we will see. We'll see what comes out of that. We'll see. Did indeed. you ever play those games? Um, I never played the originals. I think I... I don't remember what my first GTA game was. I want to say I, like, maybe played San Andreas like a friend's house. But I think the first GTA game I owned, actually, was GTA Five. Wow, really? I don't think I ever Interesting. owned... My I first never really... GTA game was GTA Three on PS2. And, uh, and I played that in Vice City a whole bunch. Well, that was my and issue. Then... I never had... A PS2 or an Xbox. I only had a GameCube, and then my next big console was the Wii. And then after that, obviously, like I've become platform agnostic. But yeah, in the height of those games, I never had a system that could even play them. So, did you get the Chinatown Wars one on DS? No, I did not get the Chinatown that, Wars game. That on that DS. one was pretty good. Was it actually? It's pretty. Good. You laugh. Yeah, it's funny because yeah. I got these like chopstick uh, stylus. <laughs> For uh, for the DS, oh and like God. they were worth so much. Like when I first got them, I got them from like uh, GameStop or something, Chopstick or stylings. some kind of event, like at Nintendo uh, World or now Nintendo New York. But anyway, it was ridiculous, and like I keep finding them randomly. Like I got like three or four sets of them randomly. They're just like throwing them at me, and then I don't I, I don't know. Anyway, they're like all mixed in with my video game stuff. But anyway, I digress. Interesting. You want to take the next one? Sure. So this one's a little bit uh, sad, but it's not going to be the last one. Well, well, actually, I was going to say we'll end on a high note, but we won't. <laughs> but so um, the Horizon Zero Dawn lead designer has passed away. Uh, this one's actually very sad because they were in the middle of the work on Horizon Forbidden West. Um, so this one comes from GameRat.com. Uh, Michael Andrew Nash was the lead designer behind the machines of Horizon Zero Dawn. And with those designs returning in Horizon Forbidden West... Um, a tweet from Gavril Klimov, a close friend and colleague of Nash, confirmed Nash's death. Uh, he was 36 years old. The cause of death is is unknown at this time, or at least it has not been made public. Um, so this is just, you know, general sadness. I don't, there's not much else to add here. Uh, he was, you know, incredible at what he did. The monster designs and general design of the original Horizon Zero Dawn game is any indication he was you know incredible at what he did um so this is a huge loss to just the games industry in general not even you know selfishly just being like oh horizon Ferdman been west is gonna be silly like no this is just a, a huge loss just in futuristic design in video games like the designs were so original um i don't know just just very sad uh to quote from gamer an article it says the death of nash will likely be felt throughout the industry as his work was by many accounts some of the best in futuristic design in video games today among his most famous designs were futuristic machines that interlocked and operated in glorious, intricate detail, leading a sense or lending a sense of realism and beauty in excessive detail. Um, among those designs, to no one's surprise, were the machine animals in Horizon Zero Dawn, a huge part of its identity, grandeur, and beauty. Um, Gavril, his friend, tweeted, saying he was a digital sculptor, he was an artist, Mike was a 3D designer, and that many looked up to, and I have no doubt his work will be studied for decades to come by students and professionals alike, and it will inspire for years to come. Uh, Mike was a fan of Frazetta. I don't know what that is. Um, he loved the legacy that he uh, and he left behind. Um, that he left behind, and his work inspired younger people to get into art. My hope is that uh, even this additional amount of work I am sharing can hopefully inspire someone to become an artist. Rest in peace, Mike Nash. So, 
thoughts and prayers to to him or and his family obviously uh, very upsetting news but yes very upsetting news indeed such um, is the way of life i suppose i know it is unfortunate 36 years old is is very young yes so. incredible uh definitely thoughts and prayers i'd imagine that uh they'll definitely do something uh and there'll be some sort of memorial in forbidden west which would be very fitting i'm sure i'm sure yeah. um so yeah um and then like you said not not I wouldn't say this is a bad thing. I mean, it's uh, it's a thing. So Returnal was delayed uh, to April 30th, and this was previously supposed to come out on March 19th, so not a huge delay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but remember that old quote from our boy Miyamoto who said, uh, a bad game is bad forever, a delayed game is eventually good. So, or something along those lines. Um, something like that. But yeah. it's something like that. <laughs> so uh, this comes straight from the PlayStation Twitter account. It says, update. Returnal has a new release date of April 30th, 2021. SIE and Housemark have made the decision to move the release date in order to give the team extra time to continue to polish the game to level of quality players expect from Housemark. So uh, this is probably a bummer for some of us, probably like both of us, that are looking for something fun to play on uh, on PlayStation 5, but I'm yes. cool with it uh, as long as it comes out good. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. I just hope that this is enough of a delay, and it's not one of those like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven delays where it's like here's three weeks extra to make it good, and it still was like it needed three years extra. Um, so I'm <laughs> hoping that this is enough because um, I'm I am super excited for this game in general. Um, it looks like a really com- fun concept, and like you said, it's like one of the first major exclusives to PS five basically that we're getting. So um, I was looking forward to it, but a month is not that bad. We can wait. It's okay. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be good. Play the medium. I'm gonna. I think I might try the medium. I'm sure I'll scare the shit out of me, but it's. Uh, <laughs> I totally forgot that that was coming out try. literally tomorrow. That's only. Is it's on PC too? It's on Game Pass, right? It's on PC. Yeah, it's on Game Pass, PC and Xbox. Let's see if I can preload that because it's probably gonna be like a thousand gigabytes. <laughs> a thousand and one. I'm pretty sure the the system requirements are pretty high too, so I'm probably gonna have to like run it on ultra low. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see what happens. Ultra low. I mean, I'm, it on very, I'm, very low. I'm shocked that I was able to run 60 FPS Ultra on Cyberpunk, but on at 1080p. <laughs> but I'm shocked yeah. that I was able to run it Ultra at all. Um, oh, here it is. The medium recently added. Perfect. Yeah, it's probably up for preload. That's a good. Uh, that's a good point. I, I can install well. it. Indeed. Wait, I think it's playable. Like it doesn't say like it's preload. It just says install. I think it is, it may be available. I'm not sure. I know reviews uh, have been pretty favorable, and they just dropped. Uh, I think today or yesterday. But did they already? Either I way, been paying attention at all. I've been too caught up in everything that wasn't video games. Uh, let's see. He said dogs only. <laughs> Stop. Looking at trying to find the Metacritic. Let's see. Medium for PC review. 76. Okay, not bad. Blooper Team has long established itself as a purveyor of innovative and frightening horror experiences, but it will be tough to outdo this one. The medium is a terrifying, disturbing look into the darkest recesses of human behavior, wrapped in an immersive, atmospheric, and beautiful-looking game world. That one comes from Gamers Heroes. Uh, oh, is that a 71? Why did I see, like, all... <laughs> that's, I guess, all an advertisement. 76 on PC. Where do you, where do you see the 71? Uh, Xbox Series X. Oh, well... <laughs> Yeah, no, it seems like it's it's like generally favorable, but not like extremely favorable, which is fine. Yeah, never mind. I, I was definitely wrong. So GameSpot gave it a ninety. Uh really? Washington Post gave it an eighty. I feel like GameSpot usually gives like the lowest scores. I'm surprised they gave it a full ninety. IGN gave it an eighty. Um I don't know. Maybe I'll try it. Maybe I won't actually. I don't know. We'll see. 
Oh, yeah. And you know gonna... what I did try, actually? Shit, I forgot to talk about it. Huh. I tried Cyber Shadow, which is the new Yacht Club game, which I know you don't care about. It's one of those epic games. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was know, like, indie game. Not really an indie game because it's, uh, it's Yacht Club Games who made Shovel Knight. They helped support this game called Cyber Shadow, which I actually saw at PAX in March, and then the line was too long to play it, so I just gave up and didn't play it. So... Um, but then it came to Game Pass, and it's a lot of fun. I like it. I mean, I like it. Doesn't mean you'll like it. It's very NES esque. So I got a kick out of it. So something of note with the medium, by the way, is that Troy Baker actually plays the uh, the main villain in this game. Um, if that's, that's pretty cool, any kind of lend to how good the storytelling is. I feel like usually whenever Troy Baker is attached to a project, the storytelling is bound to be good. He's an excellent voice actor, and you know, I mean, he's generally associated with naughty dog projects but he does a lot of other things too and i feel like anything he's attached to is generally uh, well done in terms of like narrative and storytelling so mm-hmm. um, could be good it's troy baker's uncharacteristic and entirely unsettling uh turn as the medium's chief antagonist that really steals the show that's a quote from ign so if hmm. that'll if that'll convince you to play it i feel like troy baker can't fail anyways he really can he's so good at what how he does, does it, how does it feel how does it feel to be good how does it feel to have a great voice for those unaware, Literally. Troy Baker voiced Joel in The Last of Us and uh, Sam Drake in the Uncharted series, amongst a slew of other things. But those are, I think, is two, two big roles to, to date. But anyways, nice. all right, is that it? No other That's last it. minute news. I mean, Dogecoin just hit seven cents. But aside from that, oh great! Look at that. Time to invest. <laughs> It's uh, so the moral of the story here, folks, with the whole stock thing and everything, I'm just extremely perplexed that something like Twitter and Reddit and all these other places can drive the global just, stock market. Yeah, it's just insane. Not that Dogecoin is like anything, Dogecoin's a joke, it's, right? a, meme. I mean, it's a meme, it's literally a meme. <laughs> like, it's a meme, but it's at you know, it went from a fraction of a cent in August and it's now at seven and a half cents. It so was one I cent just, this morning. Which one cent to seven cents sounds like such a nominal thing, but that's a six hundred percent increase. Like, right. if you had a hundred dollars, you suddenly have six hundred dollars. So seven hundred dollars. Have fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is actually insane what's happening, and this is all like Reddit based, Twitter based. This is all people like people are downloading Robinhood and just simply buying this meme stock just because it's like going around the internet and like Elon Musk tweeted about it. But anyway. Stay woke, folks. That's all I have to say. There's going to be and, uh, a lot of uh, studies about what has happened in the first in the past days two years. Yes, January. I mean there feels like going to be entire like classes about 2020, but like there's also going to be entire like textbook chapters dedicated to just January 2021 and everything that's happened. Literally, uh, literally. Anyways, uh, this has yeah, been this is wild. So. Yes, this has been this a This has wild been week. Stockwatch with Paul and Ahmed uh, here on January 28th, 2021. What a wild day in history. Here we have Doe Quinn about to break eight cents. Eight cents, everybody. Uh, this is a pretty wild time for all of us here, huh? I can't stand you. <laughs> Anyways. <sighs> this has all been. All right. Anyway. This has been Paul and Ahmed with all the fun cast. Join our Discord, follow our Twitch, do all the fun stuff, buy a sweatshirt. They're super comfortable, can confirm. They, they are. I've been wearing them everywhere. I Yeah, I finally washed mine. It's been a while. <laughs> but I don't think Nasty I... Nasty ass. I, well, whatever. It's fine. I, like, don't wear it to sleep. I just wear it for, like, an hour or two. Anyways, go buy a sweater. They're comfy. This has been Apollo and Ahmed with the Funcast. Signing <laughs> off. <laughs> Peace.